This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cribs Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Hello and welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, episode 201. This is our Christmas special of 2023. Um, Rich is with me. Rich, we're on location in the Huntsman, a.k.a. the Generous George in Downend. Is this our first time in the Generous George Downend slash Huntsman? Recording a podcast. For an OB? Yeah. Outside broadcast? Yeah. I like that. Very good. Um, yeah, we, we usually record uh, these Christmas specials in, in the Willy Wicket, but... Um, for, for reasons that we won't go into, we've chosen the Huntsman <laughs> on this occasion. Um, but yeah, episode 201, fast, uh, hot on the heels of, of episode 200, which I really enjoyed, Rich. Um, sponsored by Pitch Publishing, that one. We had a full studio scenario going on and uh, some great guests. Well, Joe Sims, who's now a regular voice on BBC Radio Bristol and Somerset Sound. Yeah. I might have got that wrong. But, you enjoying uh, his uh, breakfast show? I only tune in when I'm driving to work, because that'd be a Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. But yeah, he's, I, yeah, I quite like him. He, yeah. Friend of the show, isn't he? So. Absolutely. And our other guest was Raph Thomas Edwards, captain of Bristol Flyers. And uh, have you managed to get along to the Bristol Flyers yet, Rich? No, I haven't yet, Patrick. But um, I've been otherwise engaged. What, Doing what? Is it home? Is it is it set home games like a Friday night, or is it Saturday afternoon, or Sunday know. morning? It, it actually varies. It can be Sundays, Fridays, Saturdays, um, but it's all available on their website. Well, I, I, I'm waiting for the invitation patch because so when you next go, do I, I have, have to go to... with you? Do I? Well, I'll let. <laughs> don't go on my own, do I? <laughs> when you take take your child, or well, I'll go first. Either of them. Yeah, but I'll go first to make sure it's all right. Make sure it's something they make will sure enjoy. Make sure they're safe. Well, make sure it's something they'll enjoy. <laughs> And then we'll go from there. Okay, all right. I will take them to ice hockey, which we've done recently as well. Oh, we can talk about the ice hockey. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring in our first guest, actually. And uh, Gert Wing, James Mitchell, literally two weeks ago, I think it was, we were planning to go to the uh, the Bristol Pitbulls match with Ollie Schoen. Schoen? Schoen, yeah. Schoen. Um, and unfortunately, he, was, he wasn't very well, but he sorted us out a few... Um, few ringside tickets and uh, we had a bloody good night didn't we um, James the the ice hockey really enjoyed it second time we've been this is the first team though yeah. we went to the reserves before um, bit of feedback for the Bristol ice rink um, maybe have more than two people serving alcohol in one bar <laughs> on a Saturday night it's just standard across Brit- anywhere in this country when it comes to ice hockey rinks or ice game rinks Allow yourself at least four hours to get at least one point. Yeah. So we doubled, we doubled down, didn't we? We had, um, I think we bought eight, eight beers. Eight beers, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but... Wasn't there, wasn't there some sort of special offer, like a four-point pitcher? That didn't come in a pitcher. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're like cheaper than just buying four points. Yeah. Even though you, when you bought a four-point pitcher, you only got four points. Yeah, and you still had to wait four hours for yeah, it yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Point per hour. Um, a pound per hour. The best bit was when um, uh, a guy selling lottery oh. tickets came up to us in the queue, which was about 15 deep, and said, if you buy a lottery ticket, I'll take you to a different bar and you can get a drink quicker. <laughs> so James whips out a tenner and says, yeah, I'll have £10 worth. And then what happened, Rich? He took us to another bar 
which is correct, that was his promise, but that bar was shut. <laughs> so we... <laughs> <laughs> so we then had to rejoin the queue. We were already. We weren't we, we as if he even said, "Oh, go back in that place." Do you mind? They. It wasn't as if he said to the people Sorry, in the man, queue, it "Disappeared." <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, next minute, it's when the bar disappearing. It wasn't as if he said to the people in the queue, "Oh, do you mind?" Sorry, these were here already. Yeah, I have to go to the back. He just of the made queue, us join lads. the back of the queue again. Yeah, brilliant. But no, and, I, I, and he was ten quid up. He was. He was. And I don't think you even found out what the what the numbers were for the, the lottery draw. I didn't win. Which, didn't which, was, it. which was interesting. But if you haven't been to the Pitbulls, um, I'd highly recommend it, as I would the Bristol Flyers as well. Expand your horizons. And don't buy a raffle ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Take your own beer. Allow at least four <laughs> hours to get a beer. Yeah, absolutely. If face off is at seven o'clock, sort of turn up around three, four o'clock, and then you'll get a beer. Yeah. Good game though, wasn't it? It's yeah. a cut match, wasn't it? Oh, they lost in the in, on Golden Goal or whatever it was. Yeah. But then they won the next night. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, Against the same team. Yeah. Ah, right. Oh, okay. Um, so, as I say, this is a Christmas special, and for for listeners who have been with us for the journey, um, obviously, this is, we're going into our ninth year now, Rich, as a as a podcast entity. Do we get, um, get testimonials? Uh, after ten years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll awesome. work on that. That's the only reason I'm staying. <laughs> <laughs> After 10 years, he's done. Um, but it, I, I've lost count now. I think it's five years or maybe even six that we've had uh, Gert Wings, Chef Anton and Mark Podge-Powell from Ice Cream Tacos with us. Um, we'll come to Mark next. Mark, you're back once again with the ill behaviour for another Christmas special. Yeah, lovely to be here. Um, Thanks for joining us, mate. Nice new venue. <laughs> As you said, I don't think we can go into the reasons we're not at the other venue. But, I'm happy um, to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not on my level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I thought that might be your uh, room 101, to be fair. So, we're, to with that, so we're, uh, we're not going to go into it. <laughs> but no, it's ni- nice to be here, lads. No, Merry Christmas. Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, we're recording this on the 27th of December. Um, so this is the second podcast of the day for me. Obviously, post-match reaction to Bristol City's win away at Watford, 4-1. I know you bloody love your football guys, don't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, second podcast of the day. Um, Mark, just tell us a little bit about your year in summary, a, a review of the uh, ice cream tacos, bring people up to date with the latest developments. <sighs> to be fair, mate, I don't know why you're choosing me first because I'm going to put it on the right downer. <laughs> it's been an hard year. Yeah, um, yeah I... Uh, the van failed the MOT this year, which was a surprise because I service it every six months and I pay a lot for my service so that it flies through my MOT. But the garage I used for my service was fleecing me, so it failed the MOT big time. And it just cost three and a half grand to get through. Jesus. Um, so I was off the road for six weeks, which meant I couldn't advertise at one stage for my Christmas corporate work, which it takes the stress out of January because I earn enough in December with my corporate work to not worry about January. Right. Um, but I didn't get back on the road until the first or second week of December, so I didn't get any corporate work this year. Um, other than that, it's been amazing. Weddings have been great. Same van or new van? No, same van, yeah. same van. I, I have got the other van, mm-hmm. Um, but with the money, I'm self-funding, see, I don't yeah. want to take a loan out. With the money that I spent on my MOT, that would have finished off the new van. It would have yeah. been on the road by now. Um, but I had to have a working van. There's still a few unforeseeables with the new van. Right. It, technically, it just needs a wrap. Everything else is done. 
Um, still in plan for 2024. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm hoping probably about February, March time, because the gentleman that's doing it is just having a knee replacement. In fact, he's in hospital now, having some side effects from his his, his operation. Um, so hopefully he'll be back up and running in about February time, and then it should be on the road, ready for a new season. Excellent, good stuff. Mm. In terms of menu and and things like that, still still some of our old favourites and any new. Yeah, yeah, no, still old favourites. Again, it was one of those. That once the new van was done, I got the pass from Midoris to go to Mexico with my supplier. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, are you the supplier, Rich? Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if you needed a few friends to join me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've got the pass to go back to Mexico so that I can finalise a few recipes. Um, I'm hoping to be able to do al pastor um, and actually have a kebab rosier put into the truck. Um, wow. So there's a few tweaks that I'm going to do. A um, couple of things. Alapastor and rosier. I think rosier. You mean one of those spinny things? Yeah. Yeah. And but what's what's alapastor is a traditional Mexican dish that's made with pork, pineapple um, infused with chilies, and you put a fresh pineapple at the top. So when you light oh. your kebab rosier, it heats up the pineapple <laughs> and it all drips down <laughs> into the, into the marinated meats. Wow. Yeah. yeah. If you ever go to Mexico, that's probably the most. One of the most common dishes alongside uh, mole, which is a uh, uh, chicken dish. Um, beautiful, but I don't serve it because it so contains nuts. So you're telling nuts. me in Mexico they don't eat a lot of tacos and burritos? Oh yeah, <laughs> all this is for tacos. <laughs> right, okay. Burritos is more northern Mexico. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, traditionally I, I only do tacos, that's why I don't yeah, do a lot of burritos. Can, yeah. I, can I just say this might be the worst podcast to do when, I've, when I haven't eaten? Actually, starving now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. mention what you already just mentioned. I'm literally, I'm going to be chomping (laughs) on this table in a minute. Honestly, brilliant. So yeah, all in all, um, 2024, lots of opportunities. Yeah, massive. Pick back up and get more corporates and and a second van. Well, hopefully the the new van will. The reason I got I got it is a bargain. Wasn't looking for a new truck, but it got mm. past me in such a way that I couldn't not have it. Slightly bigger than the previous it's a long, one, isn't it? It's still an ice cream van, yeah. um, so it's still on brand. Right. Um, but it's a long wheelbase, so whereas mine's only 13 foot, the new one's 24 foot. Um, wow. I've got... Gives you room for the uh, kebab function. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the salamander that I've got in there, which is a gas grill. My nachos at the minute are done in a halogen oven. It takes seven minutes whether I'm cooking one portion or eight. With the salamander, it takes 22 seconds to do a portion of eight. Uh, I've got two hatches, so I can have one just for nachos and one just for tacos. Uh, the benefit of it, I do a lot of corporates at Aztec West, and they've got a mother or sister company in Canary Wharf where they've only got one parking space, so whatever truck you bring has to go into one space and you have to feed the whole building which is 800 people right. i could do it in my truck but i'd have to have a refrigerated van alongside me um they can't allow it so you've only got one space so this new truck's got all the fridges on it and yeah i'll be able to smash numbers excellent 
No, I'm so glad to hear it. Um, uh, our third guest is Chef Anton, or Amph, as he's affectionately known. Um, and I've recognised that uh, Chef Anton has sprung back into action this year. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we've got some plans for the new year, so um, that's going to be exciting. Mm. So, yeah. But this, this year, as in 2023, the logo popped back up on my Facebook feed. Yeah, um... Don't, I, I don't know where to start with it all, to be honest. <laughs> it's been a bit of a tricky year. Yeah, um, do you want to go into that at all or not? I don't mind. I, yeah. Obviously, it's the Christmas special, so I'll keep it brief. Basically, um, February, my partner, fiancé, um, was diagnosed with stage three uh, breast cancer. No, it's cool, it's cool, sorry. I didn't think I was going to get emotional, but That's yeah. Right. Yeah, and um, so we've had a real tough year fighting that um, mastectomy and chemotherapy, onto radiotherapy. And all through that, we did a lot of research on like well being, mm. um, nutrition, and stuff like that. So we, we went quite deep on on things not just sort of NHS websites and stuff like that we went in we went into some pretty pretty decent we found some pretty decent people that are experts in that field so do you know what the Chef Anton thing popped up and I thought I've got a I've got to give something back if I can mm. and we we've been eating whole foods for for quite a while now through this whole process and um, it's it's taken it it it's having an effect. So Sharon has her bloods done, or she was having her bloods done through chemo weekly, and her bloods went from obviously not great to to being borderline showing off. Wow, was one of the quotes from one of the nurses. So, Excellent. you know, that's the proofs in the pudding there. And so there's going to be a meal prep um, thing that's going to be starting yeah. in in the new year. I'm just finalising a few a few things now. Um, and it's just it's just whole food. It's just very very minimal processed, absolutely no no ultra processed foods mm. um, that people can have at their convenience. So how it will work? I'll, I'll basically cook a meal. I'll put a menu out. Um, you order, and then it gets either delivered or you can pick it up. Well, like for the week or yeah, individual so, meals. Or? So it'd be individual meals, and you can buy as many as you want for that week. There'll be a, a, a weekly menu. Pre-orders. Um, yeah, pre-ordered. Um, yeah, and we'll just see how it goes. It's going to be trial and error to start with, and you know, there's there's going to be a few tweaks to make and stuff. But yeah, we've got to have a go at it. I got to, I got to do something because this there's too many people getting sick, and you know, I I I'm convinced is what people eat. Right. Absolutely convinced of that. Fair play. Is that going to be when? Because I'm massively interested in this. Um, will it be like individual meals or is it like a family meals? Like, it will be just. Sorry, it will be like individual meals, um, just an individual portion yeah. in in a in a container sort of thing. As you, I think there's a few in, in supermarkets like muscle food and all that sort of thing. It's not really gym food. It's you just have to order it, like two or three food. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Well, no, but coming with this obviously. I mean, for a couple of years ago, you mentioned this, didn't you, back in the day? Yeah, like, something that's been, been on the radar. Yeah, yeah. It has, yeah, but now, you know... But I'm, I'm, so, I'm so, like, kind of uneducated in that kind of... The food thing, that that kind of service is, so, is perfect. Someone like me who can't 
think I'm going two feet. I think <laughs> no, you I mean, mentioned I, I, it before, didn't we? I love the look of all of your sort of vegan food that you were doing at the time and Ooh. and the variety of things that you were doing. <laughs> but I just would never cook it myself. I mean, the vegan thing, you know, I've come to learn that that isn't good for you at all. Really? Like, nah, so, you know, it, there's a lot of processed processed foods in that diet, especially the stuff you buy in a packet. Um, and it's really not good for you. So the whole point of this is to try and get the best produce I can, um, even down to, you know, what oils I cook with, you know. Um, but you made it all look so appetising. <laughs> the motto is still the same. It's all about the flavour. Yeah. It's, it's got to be in, you know. That's the slogan. Yeah. You know, I try to make photographs on, on social media as, as attractive as I can because you eat with your eyes as well, you know. Yeah. But basically, basically you're saying just going vegan isn't necessarily means you're going to be healthy, does it? I, I see. You, I you don't can, believe you, so. You can incorporate meat into your diet and still absolutely. be healthy. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we um, we eat liver once a week, right. if not twice a week, and that's that's quite an old school thing now. Mm, yeah. But I tell you now, it's I believe it's one of the most nutrient dense foods you can eat, and right. it's really good for you. Because you um, you mentioned liver. Um, my brother back in the day when he used to go to school he used to take raw liver to school. Okay. What? Right, so you used to, yeah, you can eat raw liver. So you used to t- take out his lunchbox. Liver like, yeah, What's like, this, silence of the lambs? Yeah. Literally, yeah. I think, I think his fellow pupils were um, like, practically scared of him. Because so. he was literally getting his liver out of his bag or like, lunchbox. And just... I hope no one's eating their uh, breakfast or dinner whilst they're listening to this. Yeah, liver, I'm not a big fan of it. I never no, have I been. Think, I think it's... Um, years ago, it was probably cooked by all of our parents in a big pot of gravy with onions and cook yeah, yeah. for hours and, until it was like, you know, like a bullet. But I think if you cook it right and you use the right things with it, yeah. I think it's quite nice. You, you, used, know? Get, you used to get little kidneys yeah. when I was young. Like, yeah. still like, this is like pig kidneys. Or no, no, that's too small for pig kidneys. But they were quite, these little kidneys used to eat. Rabbits. You used to have liver and onions at least once a week. Yeah. Look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what as well? It's, it's, it's so cheap as well. It's really cheap, yeah. you know, and even if you go to a farm shop and buy it, you can get it super cheap. Right. It's really good for you. Well, Amp, thanks so much for sharing. Um, That's right. Here's to a much more prosperous yeah. 2024. Um, let's continue going around. I'll come back to you, Rich. Rich, during the summer, I believe it was, you went down to Wingfest on Bristol oh. Harbourside. Do you want to just give us a quick synopsis of that? Well, the story... Feel free to bring in your, your, your man next to you. Um, it says a long story, but it's a great story. Um, so... I, Kirsten kind of brought it to my mind that it was going on. It's Kirsten, the wife. So we said, oh, yeah, we'll do that, definitely, definitely do that. Uh, brother Noah and his wife, Kirsten's sister, were up for it as well. So, yeah, we'll definitely do that. I didn't realise how popular it was. So I didn't wait until the Sunday before I even tried to get tickets. We were going to go on the Sunday. Went onto the website, sold out. Obviously, knowing James was there, I kind of tagged it. Tagged no, no, man. I tagged him in a Twitter uh, feed. <laughs> I said to him uh, before, we are going to come down. It's me, Kirsten, Nigel and Kenny, and their, their little kid, Amelia. Absolutely loved it, right? Just, I was like, they uh, the people enjoyed the fair. To Wingfest, explain what it's like. It's not so Wingfest, was like, so it's down um, Lloyd's um, Amphitheatre, what it was called. Well, it, was, uh, so, it was last time. Yeah, well. Might last, not be there. Last time. Time. Oh, I'm not, we're not discussing when it will be next time, no, is it? I'm just, just saying why when. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can't, can't change a bit. That's where I was. So yeah, was it Lloyd's? Yeah. So um, we did that. Obviously, yeah, it's um, 
it's all this street food. Yeah, it's all, it's all kind of um, it's all wings, isn't it? It's all like chicken stuff. Yeah, all these all, different it's all stalls. Like the street food vendors or restaurants throughout the UK that all compete for yeah. the best buffalo wing or the best wild wing. So you got in there, had some of the greatest wings you can imagine, obviously for my man uh, James from Great Wings, and had the privilege of officially having the best wings in the southwest because they won both categories you're in, weren't they? We did indeed. I was almost tearful when you yeah. won it. So I felt proud for you. You don't have 20 but, points. But we had the wings, he even took us VIP back backstage. Yeah. No, let, us, let us send the little steps. Did you change your rooms? Yeah. It's quite, it's quite nice that like, I can kind of shaft my, my brother-in-law that, yeah, but I bloody know him. Yeah, yeah, Christ. <laughs> but, oh, delicious. We went out for seconds, didn't we? Come back. And Come back. Had a few pints, but on the fairground, right, on the little swiggy chair things. And like I said, he officially won both categories he was in. Do you want to ask him to go through the, what the awards were what? specifically oh, for? Oh, you're going to do this. I thought about this earlier. I was like, <laughs> should have checked. But you, oh, you, only, you, were only, you, weren't, you weren't you weren't serving your full menu that day, was it? It was, the, it was literally just our um, buffalo, the Indian one, wasn't it? Our, our buffalo and blue cheese, which is the same recipe that's been the same for six years. Um, and then, which is quite funny, because we go up and down the rankings every year, like one minute we'll get first and then the next year we'll get second and then somebody will go and then the next year we'll get first and they'll go you've improved that recipe and it's like mm, it's exactly <laughs> the same recipe as it's been for six years like nothing's changed maybe you've had more beer this time but like I don't know um, and then this year we did the Gert Wing of India which was a, uh, a wing soaked in uh, Indian spices um, taken out at a tandoori dredge which gave it a red like crispy coating um, and then it had a mango curried sauce with a mint braided drizzle and then smashed poppadoms over the top mm. poppadoms were sponsored by Aldi nice we didn't make them ourselves <laughs> but what, what was good what was good when you won that award you didn't take the credit yourself you actually because one of your um, employees kind of yeah, so the buffalo is my recipe and has been since day dot, but Harold, who worked for us, no longer works for us, God bless him. Um, he, it was his recipe. Um, we drove out of Wingfest London the year before with two first places, and I said next year we'll come back with something completely different outside of Asian, let's do Indian. Um, and then he cracked on for about six months. We nowhere near nailed any of it. I came up with some outlandish ideas, which were complete toss. Um, and then one day we were getting very close to Wingfest, and we said, "Right, we'll lock him in the." We were supposed to go to Temple Key Market, I think it was, and uh, he was just about getting the van. I said, "You ain't coming. Stay here." And he went, "What? <laughs> Stay here. You crack on with the with the recipe for Wingfest and see how you get on." left into it come back and like literally it was probably about six seven hours later we came back and he nailed it right absolutely nailed it so yeah i didn't take credit for it and no, you didn't right no, like you said you showed up on the stage yeah. you didn't like so yeah and walk off you kind no, of, I won't. you brought him to the front of the stage and made it yeah 100 but like when you when you go to football team tours and you see like the trophy cabinet yeah even when i first got to like the wing fest you're, you're shelving <laughs> Although, yeah, we do, we do. There's a lot of trophies, aren't there? Yeah, there is a lot of trophies, yeah. It's too many now. There is too many. It's ridiculous. Like, I haven't got any space in the truck for yeah. them anymore. And the awards. That's why I'
out of four, and then we got four out of four in Bristol. I can't, don't hold me to that. But they changed the size of the awards, and I swear it was just a mess of my OCD. <laughs> like, the awards, you obviously get the plaque, you get the wooden plaque, you get the trophy or whatever, and then you get the A4 award. Well, we put the A4 awards up in our yeah, yeah. truck. We've got the perfect places to put them. I've got perfect sleeves, they go in. This year, they changed them. They doubled the size. Wow. Yeah. And now, anybody technical, I say, I can't put them up there. They go, oh, well, you can change them on a computer. I'm a 43-year-old man who cooks chicken wings for a living. I have no idea how to change the size of an award. I can, ch- I can change, I can change uh, oh, a bit of paper for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the least you can do. I can, I, I can scud them down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a Christmas special as well. I tried that. Oh, yeah, so um, it must have been the last uh, home game. Uh, me and Nigel got off the bus. Obviously, Kurt Wings are always uh, on the city centre on a Saturday. I used the excuse that I left my glasses in your car to come over. But, um, but no, um, I did I did insist on paying for these, didn't I? But even even your colleague said they didn't even, even bother trying to pay for them. Remember, this is a recorded podcast, you paid for them. Come on. <laughs> no, but I all, yeah, but he, he's his bloody company. <laughs> no, but I'll, 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 I didn't nick him. You guys, you guys have been there since day dot. Like you've you've promoted me. Everyone around this table has promoted me and has been there since day dot. If I can't give you a bit of food, then like we're in a bad place. But the, that Christmas special, yeah, it tasted exactly like a, a roast dinner. Yeah, it was absolutely it's like perfect. Really it's chocolate factory, isn't it? That was fifty percent mine. What do you mean? So the stock wasn't mine. So Alex, who we've just taken on, well, actually, I better be careful because I might get my ass kicked. So <laughs> Heather and Alex, both of their gravy recipes because Heather's like been making it ever since. But it was Alex's original recipe to come up with this gravy stock, which was very chickeny and it matched our style dredge perfectly. And then it was my cranberry, spiced cranberry sauce that I'd made three years ago at Bath Christmas Market. There was an absolute flop. Right. Yeah, I did it. I did it with um, what's that Christmas cheese? Brie. Brie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did cranberry and then melted brie, and it didn't sell at all. Cranberry. Cranberry. Yeah. Um, at Bath Christmas Market, but nobody bought it. Right. Um, and I said to them, you can use that if you want, and they used it, and then, yeah, this one's been the best Christmas special. But that one had. chicken wings, was it? It was chicken strips? Strips, wings, or loaded. Right, okay. But it, it was delicious, and the family favourite in my family, the older squeaky cheese sticks. Squeaky cheese sticks, Always yeah. going very well. I mean, when I put a post on the, on the social medias, the, the, the mother, uh, mother no, the, the wife and sister-in-law saying, you lucky bastards, basically. <laughs> And, and also, so you've actually um, got someone helping you out with your social media as well. Do you want to give him a shout out? Is it? Yeah, uh... Jack. Jack eats everything. He's. Uh, does he? Yeah, he does eat everything. <laughs> he used to be burgers, 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 but now he's changed to Jack eats everything. Yeah. Um, I had to hand it over. I think we hit nineteen and a half thousand. Um, nice. Uh, on Instagram, our TikTok was horrendous because I don't understand it because I'm an old man. Um, and Facebook was about five and a half thousand and my marriage was coming close to an end Lisa Marie had just about had enough of me coming home from a 12 hour shift sat on social media sharing posts 
putting posts out and all of that and she was like are you going to talk to me and I said I can't I need to do this and that was that was the thing I had to I had to hand over the social media because it's just too much it's just constant it's just a constant people asking questions where are you next week what's the next thing what's this what's that and I couldn't handle it anymore so he handles it but that this is the first time that people actually know that because most people think they are talking to me which is good because Jack's actually studied how I talk to people on there (laughs) so even some of my own mates are chatting to me and then he'll send it to me and go who's this and it's like oh it's one of my good mates he thinks you're talking he thinks you're talking (laughs) to me (laughs) maybe they should have your whatsapp number (laughs) well another successful story and um, obviously very best of luck for 2024 Um, all uh, all all great stories and uh, just want to go around the table as well and just ask you for a number out of 10 how was your Christmas now we know James doesn't like Christmas um, but uh, you still might have had a good one uh, Rich at 10 how was your Christmas it was pretty standard really I, 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 it's two days I've been mean, I because my kids are older now I've got 19 year old and 15 year old it's not that magical kind of experience they anymore they still believe didn't they no but um, <laughs> yeah it's not the same kind of I mean they got up at past 9 in like getting up at half past 7 they're running downstairs he's been he's been kind of thing like obviously that used to happen but um, yeah, yeah I guess 6, 7 nothing Standard nowadays Six is kind of seven. yeah, it's not nothing. Okay. Don't remember those two days in a row. So. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go eight, 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 eight and a half. Um, your kids are older, aren't they? Yeah, they they still very much believe it was getting to a right pain in the ass towards the end for the elf on the shelf, running out of ideas for that bollocks. Um, but uh, yeah, they they were really excited. Five thirty one, I was up on Christmas Day um, with with the kids doing their stocking and then down to the presents, which takes about it's so quick they just literally tear through the presents um, and then at the end is is there any more yeah. um, so god knows what we've done to them um, but yeah spread them out a little bit with yeah, grandparents and all that sort of stuff but yeah it's a good day I didn't for the first this is the first Christmas I didn't really drink um, so I didn't have a hangover on Boxing Day or anything so uh, yeah absolutely eight, eight and a half James Someone who doesn't like Christmas. Go on, James. Look at you. I mean, if it was like, if you removed it from the fact that it was Christmas and it was any other normal day, like a Sunday, because mm. you all have a roast dinner on a Sunday, I'd say it was about an eight or a nine. Um, as it was Christmas and the whole build-up to it and the whole stress of having to give to receive. The whole thing of purchasing, buying, have they got us this, have they skinning got us that. Skinning yourself out. Um, skinning yourself out. Um, going into supermarkets, everyone being really selfish, smashing into each other. Can't even go out for a meal in your local pub or your local restaurant because it's booked out. Doing that nicely. Um, going into a town centre just to have a little mooch around. There's just like a pure... It's just like a an ant's nest of people flying around everywhere and again the selfishness comes into it and yeah they say it's like the, oh, the, 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 oh, the season of um goodwill goodwill i'd say it's the season of selfishness S- oh, yeah. so a number uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as it's christmas i'd say probably about a two good right. <coughs> thanks james <laughs> um coming around 
coming back round to Mark. <laughs> um, first year, we've not had anyone round. Um, the wife said that we'd have a jammer day. I felt dirty cooking a Christmas dinner in my pyjamas. It was the first time and last time I'll ever do it. Yeah. We were all matching, looked like nerds. Was there any Mexican twist to the Christmas dinner? No, 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 no. Don't, don't. I can't eat turkey, I'm allergic to it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we had... What happens? Uh, my tongue swells up, so I can't breathe. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's, it's real. Yeah, yeah, real bad. Yeah, real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I loved it, so I reckon it was, like you, a strong eight, eight and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. My kids are older now. They don't believe... Um, they believe how skint we are. <laughs> um, and they always wanted more, but other than that, no, it was lovely. It was, it was, it was yeah, about an eight, eight and a half, I'd say, strong. Okay. Coming around to uh, Amph. Um, I'll continue as the barrel of laughs okay. around the table. Um, <laughs> you couldn't write it, honestly. I woke up Christmas morning and I was veg prepping and everything was fine. Um, I was due to go and get Zane. And then all of a sudden, something happened and I just felt unwell. All right. Um, long story short, I've had a stomach bud. It's all, it's all right now, obviously, right, okay. but I've had a stomach <laughs> bud. Um, sent, and spent the day in bed, saw Zane for an hour. Um, couldn't cook the dinner, couldn't even like face the food. And Sharon did amazing. She got the dinner out for you know the rest of the family yeah. and stuff, but I spent the day in bed. It was honestly after this year, you could not write it. Unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? So, like this year, can just we can't wait for it to end. So I didn't think it could get any worse than it. No, I know. Yeah? Do you know what I mean? It was. I, I just couldn't believe it. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've been I've been right all year. I've been sick or nothing. I've been ill, and it, it was just just come right. out of nowhere. And it was like. I said to Sharon, I said, someone's looking down on me here. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, let's right. get 2023 behind us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we'll move so, on into 2024. We'll give it a solid one. Absolutely. <laughs> Lovely. Brilliant. Good stuff. Um, Rich, let's have a, a regular segment. Rich's Rant. What have you got for us? Rich's Rant. Um, I don't know if it's a new thing, but I've, I've spotted it a lot recently. Well, it's is 200 episodes of this. Well, no, I don't know if it's a new thing that's happened to um, this generation. But um, I do notice recently when people... Say, take their babies out for a walk in the push chairs, yeah? They're wearing headphones, not even engaging in kind of. Not even interacting with the baby. Not even like looking, yeah. They're just walking along, headphones on. I don't know if they're chatting or just listening to music, but it's like kind of no engagement. It's like just doing it for the sake of it, just to. Because you have to, rather than engaging. And they're probably noise cancelling. Look at this, look at that, and blah, blah. And yeah. I mean, the, baby might be, no, the kid might be asleep in the pram, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, just I don't like it when um, when footballers get off the coach and they've got headphones on and there's little kids and families and stuff like waiting for them to get off yeah. and they've just got their headphones on. I know they want to be in the zone and all that, but you've listened to whatever you listen to all the way to to the to the game or whatever. Take your headphones off. And to be fair, when the coach arrives, it's a good what two hours before kickoff, isn't it? Like they're yeah. walking off the coach into the onto the pitch, is it? No, so exactly. yeah, it's yeah. Not like they're yeah, yeah. engage the head. people who are sat there waiting for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like. I go to my mum's now and again. For uh, I walk down to my mum's say when it's the summer, and I I see like mum walking back now, and I bit headphones on. I've got these for. Do you mm. want to? So yeah, I think it must be a new kind of not my generation because I'm an old bloke, yeah. but yeah, I think now people just don't want to be socially kind of. Okay. I mean, sometimes you don't you don't know. Sometimes you don't hear a twats or a chat on the bus, but when you're your own baby walking along and whack those headphones off and just engage. So specifically. 
parents. Walk, yes, walking with headphones whilst, whilst walking their babies. But yeah, no, I, I mean, it's opened up a whole new debate and a new argument about headphone headphone era. That's the better. Yeah. Any views? I don't know. You just mentioned about on the bus, like sometimes you, you hear um, people sometimes play their play their music out loud. Well, yeah. n- not even that. They're they're having like a business meeting and for everyone else to hear, and they're really loud yeah. with it as well. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Mate, I don't that's, want... that's a new thing, isn't it? Holding yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah remember holding it like so the headphone, the earphones are yeah. like mic there, like holding it hard, yeah. like, like the apprentice when they're sat in the back yeah, of the taxi yeah. holding the phone out, like a dictaphone. Yeah. Just yeah, before dictaphone. we finished work, I was four stories up in Clifton Village, and there was a guy walking up the street and he was on a conversation on his airpods and I could hear him you know like why why does everyone have to hear your business <laughs> yeah. meeting <laughs> I never forget back in the day like before airpods things out obviously when these um bluetooth headphones used to for drivers these three players walking up White Ellis Road like on the phone you think well you're walking that is a le- you, you can actually carry your phone next to your ear <laughs> so you don't, you don't need a bluetooth headphone on but your phone's in your pocket you yeah. actually can hold it to your yeah. I think Pete, remember Pete Watts I do. The facilities man, he was like, yeah. he was that, he was, that, was, that was one of his things, wasn't yeah. it? He's well, a even when he's on the phone, just have it in his ear, just, just in case just so he can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, brilliant. Good stuff. Right, let's do our room of doom then. Um, uh, so we've gone round, we're going to go around the table, everyone's going to put something forward that has annoyed them recently or whenever, um, and then we'll take a vote. You can't vote for yourself. Um, we're going to come to James first. You've had a year to prep for this. I don't know, I've got so many things. So many things. Pick one and then maybe throw one in later after we've done, after we voted. Pick your favourite. Oh. You're listening to Three Peeps in a Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by so Dent Magic. It's like, you know, if you've got you a dent in your car, you know, when, uh, get a quote, dentmagic.net. Back to James in the studio. Uh, You know, on Channel 4, he was used to... Can you start the fans, please? Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze. My head's like that at the moment, going around, (laughs) and it's just waiting to pick... Get the the gold token. One thing. Um, People using Indeed as a dating app. Indeed? Indeed. What, the job? The job application site, using it (laughs) like a dating app. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. the amount thought, of people... You thought mine were niche. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of time wasters and idiots we've had apply for jobs. So applying for your jobs. Applying for jobs. I'm cracking on to you. Come, no, turn, no, 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 no. That would be, be all right. <laughs> no, people applying for the job, then either not turning up for the interview or turning up for the interview, a successful candidate for the job, accepting the job, taking a contract from you, and they're not showing up on the first day of work. So where's the dating come into it? Because like, people are like that. They're, they must be... I mean, I'm, I've never been on the receiving end of Indeed because I looked for a job for a, for a long time. But right. I would imagine it's like... Well, it's just applying for every job that comes up. Yeah, you, you, you're there no, scrolling, going apply, 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 apply. No, like, And it's the same thing if you were on one of these dates. And again, I'm too old to know how a dating app works, but I've seen some of the lads mm. in the truck doing swiping it. Swiping left and right. S- swiping left, right and, le- and all ever, of that. And do you, then ever, do, you ever, do you ever help them yeah. do that? Yeah. No, I have nothing to do with it. I'm a married <laughs> man. <laughs> no, I have nothing to do with it. And like... But the, I would imagine it's the same sort of thing on Indeed. Okay. And people are using them like a dating app. And Indeed should apply a thing where you can rate people for either not turning Ooh, up for yeah, interviews yeah, yeah. or not turning up for actual jobs. Yeah. Okay. So 
Yeah, that's what I'm like, like a like an Uber. You can rate the driver. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can rate the passengers. You can rate Canada. You can. I didn't know that until. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. I don't think. I I think my rating's not. It's not five star. No, mine's not either. I don't know why. Aggravated me. No, I don't know why. I'd like to know. I'd like to know why. No. Has everyone round this table got Uber on their phone? Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. No. I might have. Okay. Before the podcast is over, we all need to tell everyone what our rating is. All right. Oh, my. <laughs> right, Mark. Rumor Doom. Uh, gatekeepers. Um, James would understand this. Gatekeepers. With, with owning a food truck, if you want to do a, uh, a festival, there's always some sort of gatekeeper in the way of you and that festival, and they want you to pay thousands of pounds just for the pitch fee. Then hundreds more if you want to use electric, then they want to take some of your commission. This year has been hard for me because I've tried to get back into festivals because I've got teenage kids that want to go, so I'm, yeah, we'll get back into festivals. They're asking me all the time to go. Um, I'll look into the smaller print of things and they'll ask me, oh, you've got a really large following on Facebook. You've got 11,000 people following. Can you advertise that you're going to come? Well, no. You're charging me five grand to come to this festival that you're saying is a sellout already. So you've sold your tickets. So what difference does my 11,000 people that aren't going to come to for this festival going to do to you? Um, People are so greedy when it comes to food. They don't understand. It's like fishing. I don't go with the expectation I'm going to sell out. You, you you don't do that. You can't do that. So I go with enough bait in my box that I know that I hope I will have a good day at the end of it. You can't have a good day if you've got people stood in front of you in the festival as a gatekeeper wanting so much money. People are so greedy when it comes to independent small traders that they think, right, you've always got a queue or you're well followed. So what we'll do is we'll charge you more than this person next to me. Or I've had it now that I'm meant to be working tomorrow. This has happened to me three or four times during the year, but I'm meant to be working tomorrow. So all this morning I was prepping for tomorrow. I get a phone call or an email at two o'clock saying they're going to cancel it. They haven't had any interest. Well, I don't think they got to leave it until 24 hours before the um, event for me to know that there's no interest. They've known there's no interest way before. It happened during the the, the summer season. I was doing festivals. They've cancelled it for bad weather. I've been emailing them on the Monday going, it's really bad weather. Are you still going to go ahead? Like, yeah, 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 still going to go ahead. And then on the Friday, they're like, no, we're going to cancel it. Well, I've been prepping all week. So you, you get punished more for being more popular? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've known that I've paid more money than someone else because I've had more of a following. Yeah, none of my followers are following me to that place. Yeah, it's awful. So, yeah, gatekeepers... It's like like their word. It's like their word, you're going to make a a profit, like a big profit. So they know you're going to make money. That's that's exactly what it is. They don't want you to make massive amounts of money, but then why are you taking the gamble going to a festival, paying all these wages. Like, it's free for me to go because I'll work my ass off. It's yeah. my business. 
but everyone else that's in the truck gets paid. Yeah. They get paid more than me. They get paid before me. Yeah. Okay, right, drinks are replenished. We'll carry on with the Room of Doom. Uh, Amph, what have you got for us? Right, something has really annoyed me this year especially is uh, YouTube boxing. Oh. Uh, um, I think that's had a... What's it called? It's got a name, hasn't it? Um... Oh, I have no idea. I, I just think it's had a, a massive effect on boxing in general. And um, the risk. Do, do you mean YouTubers boxing? YouTubers boxing, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So there's, this, there's this other event, and I it's got a name, but it's like um, influencers yeah, boxing so, yeah. and events and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so those guys that, you know, that have, you know, and I get they're making money, and, and you know, but I just think it's to the detriment of the, pay for it. That's real the real boxers. And yeah. I think that it also teaches young kids that may be entering a combat sport bad habits bad habits on how to conduct yourself and you know respect and that and you see videos of them fighting in the press conferences and the yeah. streets and I, I think it's made a mockery of it I don't think heavyweight boxing is in a great place at the moment especially and I think that may be something to do with it you know yeah. it, a lot of negotiations going on and, and this and that And your boy's got into boxing hasn't he? Uh, MMA. MMA. Right, yeah, okay. so he, he's joined, um, he's got his little job at uh, Ridgeway um, Fitness. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. Um, and Steve. Steve Ridgeway, yeah. yeah. Uh, great place. My, uh, I won a pickleball tournament with Steve Ridgeway. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a top bloke, <laughs> top bloke. But, and, it, and it's a great gym if anyone ever gets a chance to go out there. Um, he, he wanted to have a go at it and he, he took probably two months to pluck up the courage to go outside um, and he's out there with a guy called Wes Murch who is the, the head coach very well respected uh, grappler and you know MMA guy mm. and, and Chris Ogden as well and yeah he's in really good hands and he's nice. absolutely loving it he is absolutely loving it and he, and he, he just wants to have a go and see, see how far he can and when go do they, when do they actually start? What age do they start MMA? I think or you can with guards and yeah. I think like kids can can fight in a cage with certain rules like body shots and stuff like that. But I don't quite know too not much. Full on, not full on grind and pound. Type no, thing. no. There's there's certain rules for amateurs and then some of the pro fighters. There's obviously different rules for them. I'm I'm fairly new to the sport, as in. It, this level I've seen it on the TV and stuff like that but I'm trying to learn about it because I I have an interest in it and um, yeah it's, it's, it's exciting I'm, I'm, I'm interested to learn about it and you know watching Zane's confidence and, and fitness as well is you know to see him in to see him in good hands is uh, fantastic for a parent but um, yeah going off on one an hour aren't we? yeah so YouTube, um, YouTube boxers YouTube boxers yeah let's get rid of that <laughs> Yeah. Right, uh, Rich, coming around to you. I got, I got quite a few for once. Go on. I don't, I don't which one to choose. Okay. Because they're not as good as. Well, not, not as good as that last one. Um, I'm gonna go because I know I'm not gonna win. I'm going for what I think is my weakest. Okay. Right. What? So you don't, so you don't use it up? Yeah. So I, I got, I got, yeah, for next uh, episode, right. episode two hundred two on uh, three people. <laughs> it is. 01179. Alright, okay. do you know where I'm coming from on that? Well, area codes. Yeah. But 
The error code is 0117. On people's vans, when they put 01179, yeah. that's wrong. You don't need 01179. Nine is the start of the number. Yeah. All right. So if you're in Bristol, Do people still phone those numbers, or is it all? I don't know. I don't care because. Uh, but what I'm saying is, when you're advertising your your wares on your van, O one one seven nine isn't the area code. Right. It's O one one seven. Okay. Nine is where it starts being the real code. If I live in Bristol, I'll phone nine. I'm gonna give you an option to change this. No, because it is fucking good. Because <laughs> sometimes you. Because sometimes you put some bloke walking from my <laughs> office with a pair of squeaky shoes. Yeah. Which happens once. I'm trying to. Oh, what do you know? Elves. No. Well, elves in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's people. It winds me up. On the van, okay. it says. Oh, I'm, I'm going with it. You stick with it. On a van, it says 0179, yeah. and then it gives you the number yes. 08, blah, blah, blah. You start all that 08 bit, you, you, go, you go nowhere. Yeah, you used to be nothing. You used to be just four digits. Four digits? Yeah. Okay. My, my, my um, phone number growing up was 2037. Um, and that was like a shared telephone in the street. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you had to tap the thing, operator. Um, but it was, yeah, 0179 is not the, is not the code. 017 space, yeah. then 90 something, if, if you've got a trade ban. Any views on this? You've got a trade, what's your trade ban? Does it say 017? Or do, do you? No, I've got my mobile. You're just using Facebook, aren't you? I've got mobile. Yeah. I don't deal with landlines. Oh, right? landlines are dead. Anybody using landlines is pretty old. 60s, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Misspelling words. <laughs> when you've got like a, a barber's and it's called Crazy Cuts. Oh, yeah, okay. And you spell it K uh, with a K and cuts. And cuts K-U-T-Z. A, what the, that's what the youths can't spell. Is this, is this just good, yeah, this good, is number two now, good advertising for Crazy Cuts? Yeah. Anybody got Crazy Cuts? Uh, a word of a, uh, two e's in it and the second e's backwards. Just trying to be funky on your spellings. Ink don't make it any better, does yeah. it? So no. just spell it properly. Okay. Well, so pe- people are having shit names for their business. Like it's their business. Why don't you think of a decent yeah, yeah. name? Yeah. Like, like ice cream tacos, for example. Well, there you go. It's an ice cream van. So yeah. it's a play on words. It works. Gert Wings is yeah. a fantastic name yeah. for a business. Yeah. But you got Steve's Electrical. Yeah. No offense, Steve. Why, why, why yeah. Steve, Steve's electrical? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've never used Steve. I can't vouch for him. I don't know him. Yeah. But like, there is, is someone is in, the, in the directory called Steve's Electrical. Like, I, did actually, I did actually have a debate with a homeless woman in Bristol for God. ten minutes <laughs> ten about minutes how we spelt how we how we spelt Gert. G U R T. G E R T. It's not an E. It can be depending on what I I work on the which which parts of the southwest you come from. Right. Is whether it's G U R T or G E R T. The reason why I went G U R T is because G E R T is actually already used uh, as a copyright. Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. What the whole, that, that word? Yeah, Gert, yeah. G E R T is actually copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, it's Gertless Clothing, Gertless Choir. Yeah. So some people have already copyrighted it, but this homeless woman was going off her head about it, and it was like eight, probably about nine, ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. I was like, seriously, love, like, yeah, get well, over yourself, you, like. Whatever you say, yeah. it's correct. I tell, tell you a funny story with a homeless person I've had. I was at New Bristol Brewery once, and when I get people come up to the van, and they're indecisive of what menu top and they want, I always say to them, "How are you for spice?" She said, "I'm fine. I haven't smoked any in an hour." <laughs> 
I had to give her free food. It was the best comment I've ever had. Brilliant. <laughs> so that's all the. So you're going with. What? Well, well, no, because you're real mate. Oh, one and seven one yeah. is uh, yeah, yeah, is is just it's it's jazzy ways of spelling food to make it a little bit it's funky, funny, kind of yeah, company. like play on words, kind of like all that shit. All right. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> um, to be careful now. Right. So mine is I've been been to a number of like um, festivals and street food events and and things this year, as well as paying for lots of things in shops, malls, wherever, by contactless card payment. My issue is when the the vendor holds out the contactless um, machine, whatever you call them, IZETL or whatever, and you, you can't see how much it's for. It uh, could be for anything. Yeah. So I want to see how much I'm committing to on this contactless payment. And it really winds me up when I can't see how much it is. Totally because you don't, you don't want to be someone who says, oh, can I just check kind of thing. You don't want to have to have that awkward bit. But sometimes I feel like I need to. James? The machine, the way it's built, or ours, is a Barker card machine, which means I have to hold it like that. For those in front of you, it has to be in front of me because yeah. I'm typing the amount in yeah. and pressing enter. Therefore, I'm holding it from the bottom, yeah. passing it down to the person there. And they struggle to see it, do they? Well, the... the the, the tap bit is on the front of the machine. It's around the wrong way. Right. So what should be is this piece here. It should, should be a, the should be a screen yeah. Yeah, and yeah, a tap, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. And it is. It's poorly. It's poorly. So can executed. you like show them the amount? Yeah, I can first swing it around. So there you go. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people really don't. No. No. A lot of people don't care or won't even check. Um, yeah. We'll always say it out aloud. Because now, it could be, you could put 90 quid in there and it yeah, would work on my watch or my phone or anything. Well. It's quite easily done yeah. because some POS systems are not connected to the to the card machine. So you could, if it's £9.80, put £99.80. Exactly. And it could be an honest mistake. Yeah. Um, and especially like Christmas due last week, we paid contactless for, for everything and quite late, you've had quite a few to drink. There must be some people who try it on as well, equally. The, the sad thing is, is that all the expensive card providers, like, am I allowed to? Am I allowed to? I can't. I settle. Sum up. All have really good machines and technology right. that allows you as the customer to see, but then they charge us near on two percent on every so they transaction. Char- they charge it. And the a massive one, fee. Whereas with the, the one I use, Square, has an option which I always utilise, where. Is itemised and the last continue screen has to be pushed by the customer. So they, oh, right. they know they've ordered two lots of nachos, oh, that's good. two traditional tacos at the price. They yeah. then push continue. As in, you agree to that price? Yeah, and then they then use the contact in the middle of the screen. The, my contact bit's the middle of the screen, it's not the side or the back. It's wherever the logo turns up, but on mine it's in the middle, but it's after the continue screen. The screen before it will say, I know what I'm punching in, but it will then say, Give this to the customer. Right. They then read what's been itemized mm. and then continue from there. Yeah. Nice. Go cool. on. Is it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. yeah no, just, uh, nothing the services, but I'm sure it wasn't Sorry. Uh, just, uh, just goes to. It goes to sleep. Oh, right. goes to sleep a little bit. But, um, okay, right. Has everyone been? Everyone. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just give a. a one, two words as to remind everyone what your rumour dooms were, Rich? 
Just uh, funky ways of spelling uh, like crazy cuts. Yeah, Z. Using employment apps and things like Indeed as dating apps. Uh, gatekeepers. YouTube boxers. Contactless payments where you can't see how much you're paying. Right, Rich, go around. Who do you want to vote for? Yeah, mine's uh, unanimous. Because um, I'm not a big fan of boxing anyway. Like, I never get sucked into this AJ. I don't like this kind of pre-fight where they all kind of scrap on the table. That's, all, that's obviously scripted, that all that shit. Mm. And now, yeah, now YouTube, uh, YouTube influencers are taking... You've got some young kids who are uh, learning boxing from a young age. You don't even get the chance of playing uh, boxing now, these big events. you got some twat, like two pricks. Can I swear on this? Uh, yeah, two idiots, YouTubers. What's those two brothers that... The, the blonde hair kid is. Who, do you mean the Paul? Oh, yeah, Paul, Jake Paul and bloody the side men, whatever that fucking is, side men, fighting each other for, for, for a, and they're just, it's just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so just they're famous for having no talent, but they're famous for having no talent anyway, and then they're getting headlines in the boxing. I know. I, know you're, I mean, I know. these these events are actually on like on they discuss this on Talk Sport things like that. I know you wouldn't want to hear this, but Logan Paul is in the WWE and he's actually very good. Yeah. It might, it might be, yeah. Well, Jake, Jake Paul's actually turned himself into, you know, so say a legit fighter, you know, and they're not taking anything away from their training right. and they work hard and that. I just, the whole thing of how it's come about yeah, they, and, yeah, and there's some people now getting more involved with but it. Got, I'm, not saying, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying they don't, they don't train, they get, no, I'm not saying yeah, they, just, yeah. like, they just turn up, but they got that they got that chance yeah. just through, like, being an influencer, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Right, thanks, Rich. So, yeah, uh, Amphs. Oh, it's a real difficult one for me. Um, I don't think too much about it. Crazy cuts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's electrical. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have to go with... Um, oh, it's really difficult. Ooh. With the gatekeeper thing, because yeah. although, like... Street my street food, my street food gatekeepers, I'm all good with. Mm. Whereas you're not that happy with. Mm. But festival gatekeepers for me are horrendous. Like all bar a very small handful. There is a lot out there that uh, took me for a ride last year. Took a lot of money off of me, um, or tried to take a lot of money off of me. Mm. The table swung slightly in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that street food traders have now got to stand up to these festivals and we ain't supporting their big names, their big acts and paying for that. We're there to put on the food. And if we ain't there and independent food isn't there, what are you going to get? It's going to be a book a burger showdown next time you go to yeah, Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah. And it'll just be, it'll be absolutely horrific. And if they don't stop it, because people are wising up to it, people are getting bored of paying these astronomical fees and then getting to the end of the summer. And even well-established businesses are getting to the end of the summer and they've festivaled out from like April through to September. Mm. And they're churning over massive amounts of money, hundreds of thousands of pounds, and then they get to the end of it and they got like five grand in the bank. It's mm-hmm. like, right. something done add up. Yeah. And if somebody's taking 20, 25, 30% out of your till, and then taking a pitch fee of anything from 2,000 pound up to 10 grand, and a lot of these companies who are doing it, festivals, 
support or so say support independent business they don't is that why things are so expensive at like festivals, festivals yeah, yeah. and things I did, like that? I'm not going to name the festival but I did a local festival here I was extremely embarrassed because I had to do it and I did it because I needed to do the festival for my books to show on paper that I'd done festivals and what it would look like I did it it was horrendous the infrastructure that was put into this festival was horrendous. They shortchanged everybody on what was what was set out for the festival for traders. Um, and then it came to the end of it, and there was not a lot left for anybody else. Um, and they so say support independent businesses, and they don't support independent businesses. All they're doing is literally screwing us all over, screwing us for every last penny we got. So in summary, who are you voting for? <laughs> <laughs> My man here. Right, Mr. Sackos. Right, Hodge. Um, do you know what? Until Rich started his rant, or, or his, not his rant, his um, room of doom, I was going with Tone all day long because I don't like YouTube boxing. I don't like what it stands for. But on the flip side of it, my son's started boxing because of it mm. um, and he thrives he loves it okay. um, I won't pay for to watch that type of boxing I I love boxing I did pay for the 23rd fight with the heavyweights I thought it was a great card but my son's only interested in, in it because of the YouTuber so I think it sort of opens doors I can't stand lazy people that have businesses that call their business names some shit, effectively. <laughs> um, like, like Rich said, I don't like it when they're like, with the crazy cuts, they'll spell it differently and you'll go into any city in the world and they're all the same. Um, so for me, I, 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 I like Rich, I think what he said. That that would be a room of doom for me. Get them okay. all in there. So currently we've got one vote for Rich, one vote for uh, for Mark, and one vote for you. Yeah, yeah. For, for Chef Anton. For himself either, so. so this is getting interesting. Right, uh, I'm going to go with James because Ooh. the whole Indeed thing has been a nightmare for our business this year. We not my business, but the business I work for, we're a very small maintenance company and we've had, um, we've lost a couple of blokes this year and to replace those blokes has been an absolute nightmare. Right. So I think getting staff is a real problem and it's the same as what you were saying. They, they come across well on interviews and stuff like that. It's not necessarily the same people that turn up, that get that contract and then they turn up to do the work, they haven't got the skills to do the job. Um, we had one guy turn up, he lasted five weeks and basically robbed us, robbed the company of thousands of pounds. And um, yeah, it's just it's just a nightmare. So I can, I can relate to that Indeed thing. There should be some sort of, like what you mentioned. Rating on people. Rating, yeah. Rating on people That's a good idea. who don't show up. Because apparently I'm told people use it to claim whatever benefit they need to claim, which is fine, but don't do it off the back of small business because you're costing us money. Um, and 
the people that lie and then turn up for work and then not the people they said they are because again it's wasting everyone's time yeah. you're going to get caught out if you say you're somebody and you turn up for that job and you ain't that somebody it ain't going to take a matter of, it, it, it won't even take a matter of hours mm. I had staff I all these people that I've taken on that have gone that have been sacked or removed have been people that I've taken on because I think I, I'm a bit of a sucker for it I'll, I'll yeah. give somebody the time of day and go right yeah alright well you've had our this you've had that we'll give you a chance and they promise you the earth they practically deliver nothing mm. and they come in and I've got staff coming into me within a couple of hours of that person being out there mm. going if you don't get rid of him I'm off ski I'm going yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, right. So that's one vote for everybody, Whoa. I think. Uh, I can't, I can't, think. I can't vote for myself. You got our testicles. I thought mine was really good as well. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, Yours couldn't be that good because I did proved it with my. The only reason I didn't vote for you is I proved it with mine. Yeah, well, yours is good. Yeah, yours is what good. Was yours again? Um, contactless payments where you can't see. Not able to see the prices yet. My yeah, system yeah, yeah, yeah. forces the yeah. customer to, to see the price. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, so you've, don't now, know. you've now got four Blake's testicles in your hands. Yeah, and this is this is like Christmas special as well. Yeah. Um, don't know. I can't quite believe this, but I'm gonna have to go for Rich. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Um, I can't really. This is like a red letter day. Yeah, and and to think I gave you the choice of going for a second option as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I just think. That there's there's a multitude of, of names out there, and I'm not hair I'm not yeah, looking at salons. I'm not looking at yeah. any because two two here and obviously Chef Anton as well, which writes itself. Um, fa- absolutely Barbie fantastic. Cuts. Is this a place around there? No, no. Crazy Cats. No. Crazy I think cuts, it's, yeah. it's one that Rich has made up. Crazy Cats. Maybe you got... you'd say they want to sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Crazy Cats is listening, well, eighth. What? Or Steve but you'd be fine with it third, if it was crazy. Third, third, a third of the podcast is bold. So, um, <laughs> well, Matt, ain't, Matt ain't got a lot there, is he? So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, Rich, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I never thought, I was thinking, I reckon, like 201 episodes for you yeah. to vote for me. Because you're quite tactical. No, no, I don't. I, if, if you come up with something good, I'll vote for it. Can I just run one by you to see if you like it or not? Because I, I, I have officially I, won. I was fascinated yeah, by let's it. Let's not, not forget, I have won this. This is a bonus. Electric thing. Ian? Electrician. Yeah, right. Oh, electrician. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right, that is the room of doom, episode two hundred and one. Um, well, uh, before we all get our Uber apps out and tell you what our Uber ratings are, how do you do it? I think just go to the. But whilst we're waiting for that, we'll do our recommendations. It's by your name. At the you top can of recommend anything. Because mine's, mine's in quite this, high in this segment. Anything. Anything at all. Anything at all. A pub, a restaurant, an app. A TV show, yeah, which is traditionally okay. how we do it. Um, oh, do you want to do your Uber yeah. ratings then now? I'll have oh, yeah, to yeah. Just get... Just it. Just find based it. Well, on, based on the back of it, um, Indy. Yeah, let me see if I can locate mine whilst... Uh... Yeah, but like, how, why is it... 
why are they not giving any like information as to like they don't well you don't give any information when you rate them do you I suppose miserable bastard yeah, or yeah. something like that or like 4.6 right so I'm I am 4.59 and I don't know why always polite always chat to them maybe probably too much that's probably yeah, that that's probably the problem do you use them a lot though yeah a lot a lot a lot I've only ever used them four times four times so I'm probably on about 400 I'd say right. the last time I used so them, I'm gonna we, say four, we, had a, we had a we booked an eight-seater and tried sneaking in 16 people <laughs> and got kicked out that halfway might, might be the problem yeah I'm, but I'm say, eight point Eight, uh, 4.83. Okay, I'm 4.59. So if, if we have some sort of mathematician here, because yeah. we've had people in skills, you've got high percentages, averages, right. but they only play like three games. Uh, right, okay. The more games you play, yeah. so yeah, yeah, like yeah, by yeah, default, yeah, no, I think. No, honest, four times. So mine's 4.75. Okay. I don't know, I don't know how many good. times. Yeah. Yeah, James? 4.62. That's right, 4.59. Yeah, and 4.95? Yeah, was that one trip? I mean, yeah. do you, you're like, yeah, no, no, it's I don't use it very often. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. um, can you tell how many trips you've taken in total? Does it tell you? Uh, this this activity, God, no. but it doesn't really say. Rich, recommendations, shoot. Did I did I mention Palmer before? Because I, I got the, it, the place. No, I got I got it in my notes. Uh, there's a on Apple TV. It's called Palmer. I don't think so. But I don't know if you have. Is um, what's his name? Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, the film. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in prison and he comes he out. He comes out of prison, yeah, back good. to he lives at his grandma's house. Yeah. And uh, next door neighbour, um, Juno Temple, who was in uh, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. So she's in a bit of an abusive um, situation in the, literally living in a caravan next yeah. door in, in the, the grandma's land. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gets quite friendly with the, uh, the geeky kid next door. He's kind of, um, I don't know, I don't want to say it wrong, but he's, he kind of dresses a, a, yeah, yeah. He dresses a girl. Kind of a bit of a nose to him, first of all, but he, he kind of gets to love him, and yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's kind of how they get together and bond. What a talented man, Justin Timberlake. He He's is. been in some good films. Yes, and Apple TV Plus. I'm well, some great films. They, they, I mean, this it's not it's not new. I think it's about 2000. No, I remember watching it first time. Right? 20s, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's called Palmer. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go for I don't know if any of you watched Squid Games on Netflix. Yes, I watched. No, yeah. I watched the original. Well, oh, that's sorry, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. coming to. Um, yes, the, I did. <laughs> The original one, where people, it's obviously a, it's a drama and people are actually killed. Um, but Squid Games, the challenge, I think it's called. Have you seen called. it or not? No. You've not no, seen, so have you seen no. the original Squid Games? No. no. I, I'd, I'd recommend it. I do, I that. do as well. Korean, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's subtitled, or you can watch the dubbed version. I'm going to say, I, I would say watch the subtitles. See, I get, wouldn't. No, I always watch the dubbed version. No, because when it's dubbed, you're not getting yeah. the real. Um... Yeah, but then you have to pay so much attention. You have to read it all. Oh, I'm yeah, not, I'm you're not learning, aren't you? You're learning on the go. But when you don't get the real, when when someone's well, you're screams, learning Korean. Yeah, when you get someone screams, and it's some American. Ah, when you get the Korean bloke who's doing it for real, yeah. you get the real. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, Squid Games: The Challenge is actually a reality show based on the drama, based oh, okay. on the, the the TV series. Um, and a little-known fact: Episode one, Wolf is one of the one of the uh, from Gladiators, Wolf, <laughs> which is returning on BBC, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, is yeah. one of the uh, who's contestants. Who's hosting it? Who's hosting it? Who is it? This is going to ruin it for you. <laughs> Bradley Walsh and his son Barney. Uh, what no. a joke! The Walsh. <laughs> yeah, Should be Joseph. The Walshes. The Walshes. Bradley Walsh. 
Where's this sun come from? I don't know what you mean. Right, yeah. so Squid Games and Squid Games The Challenge. Two recommendations in one. Um, don't watch any TV, do you? No, I did watch something. Well, I watched a few things this year, but I, I want to recommend it something to do. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, go for it. As in, uh, stop. No, not that. <laughs> I think um, as you get older, mm. um, I think it's really, really important to exercise. Okay. And I think that I've started to exercise quite a lot this year and, and exert myself. And You can certainly tell me. Um, it's, it's changing my life for the better. Mm. And I'd urge people not to wait until it's too late. Okay. Um, it's the it's the absolute best thing that you can do above anything in in life is exercise. Any specifics in terms of types of exercise? I or? just think anything, whether whether it be done? swimming. I, I do uh, I do sort of hit classes and I do sort of a, a little bit of a boxing sort of pad work class and I lift weights. Um, I'm starting jujitsu in the new year. Nice. Um, bit of running, bit of walking on the treadmill, any anything, and you know, it, just don't wait till it's too late. Because what I've seen this year, I would, I wouldn't want anyone to go through that, you know. And you, you're you're not ruining here for a short time, yeah. and you know, just give yourself a chance. And if if something does come your way, then at least you can say you've had a go at it. Do you know what I mean? And don't tell me you're. Busy and this and that. We're all busy. We're all sat around this table. We're busy. We got to find the time. It comes down to discipline. But if, if I can if I can offer something in that realm of exercising and like my kid would say to me, oh you're join the gym. To me, I always say I got there's nature's gym, right? There's there's a there's a free gym out there. Absolutely. Just get your get your bike. Just walk or don't feel don't be scared by going to the gym. But also, I find it easy. I find it easy just to get a bike out. Yeah. Because it. I think some. I think some. Yeah, same. I think some people go to the gym and they think it's stigma. Oh, everyone's looking at me. Blah blah. I, I, can't, I can't get to the gym, but when you got a bike. Yeah. But it's exercise. Mine was mine was mine was more of the COVID years because I don't know what. I, those COVID years, like 2021, I lost shadows away. I put a little bit back on now because I've done nothing for the last six months. I'm getting that bike out every Saturday, Saturday morning in all weathers, and not just oh because the sun's out. We, uh, me and my mates used to meet up. We used to have, like layer up rubber shoes all sorts but we did it we like slip on this cycle yeah. like literally come off on the cycle path bit of ice got a bit lazy this year like bit of a fair weathered kind of exerciser but yeah like I agree you feel so much better yeah you, you look in the mirror you even even the shit things like trying on clothes I'm not, I'm not a big clothes I don't go shopping that lot but when you've got something that looks good on you and you feel comfy in it it's a massive boost and, in it it's a, it's a boost to you innit yeah and I think mentally as well it, it prepares you, you yeah, mentally. If I, if I don't do 10,000 steps a day, I mentally feel a lot more angry on an evening. Yeah. You know, you, you set yourself a goal, whether it's 10,000 steps or lifting this but or that, whatever. It, it, it doesn't that, have to be, like you say, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go into a gym, you don't have to have the but expense. But there's this thing, they, they say, if you get into the habit, even even for the first week or so, put on your trainers, as if you are going out. Yeah. Don't necessarily do it, but get, and then build up each time. Put your trainers, and then go out for a, a two minute walk. And build up. Don't think you got. Don't think you got like walk ten miles on the first day. Yeah. Like no, put yourself massively through it. It's all habits. Yeah. And I got into the habit now of not doing it. Yeah. I can. I can be at home lunchtime working for the uh, working from home. 
look out. Oh, it's praying. It's raining. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you know I mean? But is that is that is that excuse not to do it? And sometimes that excuse not to do it is more powerful than Again, doing it. it, it but when you do do it, you feel fucking amazing. Yeah. But a bit like on like different levels, playing golf last weekend. I literally messaged the day before, if it's raining and windy, I ain't going. But I did get it. I did it. Yeah. Half hour into the game, I'm so glad I came. What's the worst What's the worst that can happen? Get wet. That's what I'm saying, but it's like, you can talk yourself out of things, can't you? Mm. You can that, talk, you can talk what, yourself out of things easier than, you, than doing it, innit? And that's what I said. A lot of things that we do as a, as humans is, is discipline. Mm. Yeah, it so requires, it, whether it's, yeah. if it's reaching for that cake or yeah. whatever. And you, know, we, you have treats, by all means, but... You know, you've got to work for those treats, you know. And uh, yeah, I just—it's just something I've started to believe in a bit more. Fair play, good stuff. Right, exercise is recommended. Mark, I got a couple of Netflix nice. things for you. I don't often—I I haven't got the time to sit down and watch Netflix, so a lot of it I do watch on my phone. Um, old dads. Oh, good. Have you seen that? Yeah, saw that. It's fantastic. He's a really famous comedian, the guy. Yeah, I Bill Burr. Oh, name. Bill Burr. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, so he's part of the Death Squad, which is Rogan, Joe Rogan's yeah. original comedians that he he, he hangs around with. <coughs> he's absolutely fantastic. He does the Monday morning podcast where he just rants like Rich <coughs> on it. Um, also, Ricky Gervais's um, latest podcast dropped on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. On but Netflix. I've been more... With cooking a lot, I've been more into Audible this last year, and I'm right into um, history, especially World War II history. Read some great books. The last one I've read was Paddy Main. He was the highest decorated officer leaving uh, Second World War. He was one of the founding members of the SAS um, from Northern Ireland. Absolutely fantastic book. And he's also mentioned in Damien Lewis's newest book, which is called Forged in Hell, again about the birth of the SAS. This is all audibles, yeah? All, all, all unaudible. Right. I say to people I read a lot of books. I hear a lot of books. <laughs> well, then, do you know what I mean? Like, if someone's reading to you, yeah. surely that's the same as reading it yourself in yeah, my eyes you, I, st- I, I still get I st- but I still get the information in yeah. whether you sat there and read it we can still talk well, and exactly collect same, we, right? we, we yeah. can still also, talk even Carol doing, so I haven't yeah. read a book for yeah. years yeah and I love Audible mate I, I, I'm all over Audible I, my subscription's one book a month but I'll pay for an extra three a month so I, I yeah I, I listen to about four books a month if you like your, um, your World War 2 stuff um, on Netflix it's called World War Two from the front line. Yeah, seen it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but fascinating yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, educating. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need a wee. Okay. I'm gonna give her a little toilet break. Right, we've done yours, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks yeah. for letting us know. Yeah. Um, right. Well, let uh, <laughs> let Rich go for go for a wee, uh, and James is gonna recommend for the fifth year running. Um, Warriors, I expect. We're having an argument now about who's getting the drinks. <laughs> James, what are you recommended? Um, I changed it up this year, actually. I did get in convoy last night. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Before I had Convoy, I put on Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, that's the... But Clyde. Yeah, Clyde, the monkey, the orangutan. So me and my father-in-law were talking, and we were watching something on TV on Christmas Day, and you know the guy out of the Hells Angels out of that film? You know, out of the Every Which Way But Loose, they've got the Hells Angels. Is it Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood's in it, but the the Hells Angels guys are in it. Yeah, right, okay. One of the guys I thought was in that f- the film we were watching on Christmas Day, and he was like, "No, that's Benny Hill." I was like, "Oh right, really?" I was like, "Oh right," and I just suddenly had every that that film in my head. So, so we where went, did you watch Every Which Way But Loose? What was it on? Anything? At home. On I think. You <laughs> 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 watched it. At home. Um, hey, what I think, I think it was on Amazon Prime or something like that. I think no, I paid okay. about three quid to watch oh, you, it. You rented it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other stuff I do enjoy watching quite a lot on YouTube is people going to what I would class as sketchy countries or countries that we're led to believe in Western media that are sketchy and then people go there and show another side of it and whether that be eating the food there whether that be there's a lot of there's a lot of idiot bloggers that go out to these places and it's they disappear yeah, yeah. and they vanish and they never come back so they don't respect the culture right. of those countries. Yeah, yeah. But there's some people that go there and they show it and they show it well, they respect the culture, they respect the people, they show it all in a different light. And actually you look at it and you go, oh, actually, it's not yeah. as bad well, as um, I first thought. Listeners might remember we had Dom Jolly on the podcast last year yeah. um, and I can't remember where he's from, where he was born. But look it up, Wikipedia, if you're quick, amp. Um, and he returns back there. And it's not a place that you would think of going. No. But well, really interesting to... Last um, year, we went to Bosnia. We went to Croatia oh, yeah. for a holiday. And we, we took a day trip to Bosnia. And um, uh, the tank called Mostar, where Mostar, the famous bridge, was bombed yeah. during the war in the 90s. And uh, absolutely beautiful place. Yeah. all been rebuilt and lovely friendly people and it was it's just one of those I guess you think of Bosnia you think immediately think of the war yeah and you know yeah it was, it was really nice yeah uh, so good recommendations is it an actual channel or a no you just look at like people travelling to like places like Afghanistan and Iraq and places like that but they're literally there on a tourist visa and it's like you, you look at them you go you're brave going to these places and then when actually they're there they actually the, the people are actually lovely very hospitable and yeah it just seems like a nice nice they actually seem like alright places to go to not what you're when you think of Afghanistan you think bombs guns and all sorts of yeah yeah so Dom Joy was born in Beirut Lebanon Oh, that, would be nice, yeah. that, that would feature on your that would feature yeah. YouTube documentaries yeah click on Google there great stuff okay um, right we're almost at the end of the podcast another Christmas special um, wish you guys all the success in your businesses and challenges and, and all sorts that, that's going on um, but yeah 2024 is, is literally round the corner and 2023 just went so quick Massively. ridiculously quick um, so yeah won't be long before we're sat around the table again um, in 2024 doing this it seems to fly by but uh, big thanks to, to all the listeners I think we've done 76 podcasts this calendar year um, 
a li- the lion's share are Robins review, as that is every game, post-match reaction, a few Robins reunited, and we love to keep this original show going as well. Um, the regular show, as I said, it'll be our ninth year. This is episode 201, um, and we've kept it going. Um, started me, Rich, and Mike round the dining room table, chatting about whatever we want, and that's kind of why I enjoy these Christmas specials with you guys because it brings us back to how it all started just blokes around the table chatting and great for mental health to talk and uh, yeah we keep it going and, and I hope you guys enjoy listening so for now thanks for listening and um, cheers everyone for coming thank you happy new year thank you thank you bring on the 1st of January take care everyone <laughs> show me just what I don't